Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Read the laminate. Pulling out jives and jamboree handouts, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet365. Manchester City at top of the league, but face Chelsea this weekend, and Liverpool need to get back to winning ways against Bournemouth. <laughs> How you doing, everybody? It's a good week. Jose Mourinho fell over on some ice. Mm. And then he got a prison sentence. In <laughs> <laughs> a rough old week. Is it going to go down as a vintage week for him? <laughs> what a fall is he on dancing grace. on ice now? Yeah. This is like... uh, well, he could be. Actually, no, no he couldn't be because he, he it was on he carpet on ice, wasn't it? Well, was it carpet it, on ice? Carpet, red yeah. carpet. Yeah. He's a competitive man, though, isn't he? Mm. So maybe he will try and train and be better. Like this is so. Weird. It's like seeing James Bond fall down a well. Yeah, like it's, it's like, not supposed to happen. No, exactly. Ah, but these How days, the smooth are falling. No, but Mourinho, he did fall over that velvet rope, didn't he? Well, this is what I mean, though, this recent period. A terrible six oh, months for him. Yeah. Terrible six months for him, really. Yes. Mm. What a fall from grace. Uh-huh, Li- he... Living in a home... I mean, like, if, if you were to explain to like an alien race, on one hand, this is like the slickest, <laughs> coolest, you know, sort of suavest manager we've ever seen in the Premier League. Mm. And, 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 and a history of the most recent things he's done been sacked from his job after embarrassing himself, was living in a hotel, fell over a velvet rope at an event, and then slipped on some ice. Those two things aren't, they're not, they're not conducive, are they? But it's all no. proof that he arguably is a busted flash. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have done this, uh, you know, around 2005, 2006, when he first came to Well, let's, let's cross over live to our expert and falling correspondent, Jim Campbell. Yes. Jim, what do you think about it? Um, well, I, I, it's unusual that anyone would, would take up this sort of um, clumsiness in, in, in their dotage, I suppose you'd call <laughs> it's it. True. It's true. Um, <laughs> it's normally a thing that you're born with. Do you yes. expect it's it to continue into your dotage? It's not, I would imagine it will get worse. Better then, or worse? I don't know. It... it might peak. I mean, <laughs> I, am, I am destined for a fall. You know, you, you get time. over a certain yeah, yeah. age and yeah. you, but you mean fall and that's that. You yeah. mean literally, I mean, like you, you mean literally not metaphorically, like, like you're on stage doing some comedy and then you say something and then that's the end of your career there. You mean literal fall. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. probably both actually. Okay. Thinking about Jim, it. Is then, best, Jim is busy. You know, on like Q, QVC where yeah, um, they're trying to sell you, I don't know, something for your cupboards to stop all your cans falling out. Yeah. Jim is the person where you see the video of like they open the cupboard and all the cans fall oh, out. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no, no. Yeah. Oh, there's sausages all over the floor again. Who keeps sausages in a cupboard? You could... Have hot dog sausages in a cupboard? Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. good save, good save good. if they're in a tin. But Jim, I think you should be encouraged because, as Luke said, however many years ago, we could never have imagined Mourinho mm. doing that. So he's obviously <laughs> gone that way. Does it work the other way? Whereas actually, maybe in Is a few years' time, it's a body swap comedy. Yeah. yeah, maybe in a few well, years' time, you'll I'll, be I'll, as as you'll be as suave as him. Maybe we'll Rick. see. I'm, my my hair's graying, so maybe it'll become a bit of a silver fox. But I put this to you, Jose Mourinho. Falling over on ice is embarrassing, but I can see how it's happened. I once fell down an escalator. To top that. Yeah. yeah. Well, one of the ones on the London Underground. Yeah. Did Rolled back fall... onto my feet as well, bafflingly. Did you, did you fall up an escalator? No, down. Down. That would down be... and down an escalator. Down and down, down a long it's down too... one. I've got a scar from it on my belly. Oh. It's too painful to comprehend, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll, we'll all move on from that and, and talk about the Premier League. Um... Who's destined for a fall in the Premier League, Marcus? <laughs> well, it's like... Fulham. <laughs> <laughs> 
But that's I love how Huddersfield are rock bottom. They've already fallen. Forget. Yeah. I was going to say when you say they're, they're destined for a fall. I mean, where they are, it's more like a little tiny stumble. Trip. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're already down there. They're on a tightrope. Yeah. Uh, Manchester City played Chelsea this weekend. They beat Everton very surprisingly two 0 to go top of the league. Liverpool do have a game in hand, but mm. I tell you what, we, we, yeah, if you're a Liverpool fan, they had a chance to go seven points clear. And now, really, win the game in hand. Of course, it'll just be three points clear. Manchester City, they're coming back into it. They are. Mm-hmm. Andy Robertson said that um, Liverpool are a bit fatigued rather than kind of nervous, which has been the sort of narrative surrounding them a bit, hasn't it? We've spoken about it ourselves. That sure. It looks a bit cagey. But then Alisson said, suggested that they were a bit no, more nervous. Yeah. With his comments. <laughs> Jurgen Klopp said something different as well. To so, the referee, yeah. did. Someone yeah, needs to quite. go to Liverpool and say, let everyone shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking. Yeah, You're just, making me nervous. Yeah. They just enjoy it for crying out loud. But yeah, they, they beat Everton quite comfortably, didn't they? Uh, my, uh, I was very pleased to see um, Newport beat Middlesbrough in, in the Cup because yes. Manchester yeah. City will have to go to Rodney Parade in the fifth round of their FA Cup. Did you see the state of the pitch? That yes. was amazing. I mean, a friend it's of a mine, vintage FA Cup venue. A friend of mine <laughs> uh, said, "Well, he's a Newport fan, and he said that uh, well, they do have two other, they do have two, two rugby, rugby teams." Rugby and I was like, "Yeah, and yeah. monster trucks as well." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Out loud. And like, a mole problem. <laughs> I'm quite, I'm, quite, I'm quite impressed you genuinely know a Newport County fan. I've never met yeah. one. Do you know what? I watched the game on Tuesday with two former housemates of mine. One's a Newport fan and the other's a Middlesbrough fan. How weird wow. is that? Amazing. That is How strange. weird is that? The quality of the second goal oh, was beauty. insane. Teddy Sheringham-esque, that but, corner routine. But, yeah. Middles, but the thing is, we talk about like, so, uh, uh, you know, there's, a, there's always a little bit of fortune <clears> involved when it comes to um, teams beating higher, higher level opposition. Hmm. There was no luck in that old. They had so many chances yes. and the middle of the keeper was so bloody good in that match. I didn't see the game. Young. He's 40 years old. 40 years young. I didn't see the game live because I was at Loftus Road watching <laughs> one, of the, <laughs> one of the worst games of football I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, sorry about that. But, uh, but Middlesbrough and Mullard. What, what I love about uh, Pulis uh, going away to a side, what are they, two divisions below them? Yeah. Mm. Back five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucy. I know. We will not deviate from the plan. No. <laughs> Middlesbrough were distinctly second best. Yeah. We, we are talk- not here to have fun. No. We talked on the show about how we would have liked Newport to have been able to play in Middlesbrough at Rodney Parade. And of course, because we thought they'd have a chance and they got yeah. a draw unexpectedly and they took them back. And as Pete said, I think it was Pete, they were well worth the win. They, and, they and, really and were. I'm telling you now, Rodney Parade, over recent years, it's starting to build up a real tradition for being a bit of a graveyard yeah. for Premier League teams. Man and for City? Teams, I know Middlesbrough are a Premier League team, but well, who knows? Possibly. Yeah. But the, the, if Newcastle can beat them. There's a stand, by, there's a stand <laughs> behind one of the goals at Rodney Prey where yeah. they're miles back. That's right. And ordinarily, that would be a bit of a shame. But to me, it's quite synonymous with like watching an exciting FA Cup game. Yeah. Yeah. It is a strange one with Newport. I mean, they've, they've been down in uh, the depths of the Football League for a while and so on. And I think they've they were struggling financially, but this will give them a good old hit, uh, certainly. But yeah, it's, it's seeing Manchester City have to go away to a ground like that, and and, a, and more really the pitch like that—that is that was the FA Cup's all about, and it'll be wonderful. Leroy Sané pegging down the wing, will he be? At, and the ball like just sticking and staying yeah. miles behind him. Yeah, have, have they got any chance? What, Manchester what City? circumstances? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not against that romance. Yeah, true enough, true enough. Um, yes, so we, we we do look forward to that one. Uh, Manchester City, though, they are playing Chelsea, which is which is a big one. Mike Dean is in charge. Yeah, I've um, he's always in charge. Not be surprised <laughs> to learn that I've done some research on this. Oh yeah. Um, so as I'm sure you're about to point out, he's uh, he's on 99 red cards. Um, first referee to sort of, I think he'd be the first referee to get to 100. First person he sent off Peter was Nobby Solano. Yeah. Um, so he's got nine. Stick that in your trumpet. <laughs> he's uh, produced nine red cards in 19 games this season, right? 
And the uh, the teams that um, he's dished out the most red cards against are Man City on nine and Chelsea on nine. And so, it, is it the four o'clock kickoff on Sunday? Yes. Everyone's yeah. watching. Yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. on. So, I mean, this will be a big name, right? Yeah. It'll be like... It, if he's going to steal the show as much as he likes to, it'd be who like, who was City miss the Ima- most? Imagine if Aguero, it, maybe. Imagine if, like, the game's about the kickoff. Mm. Man City are taking the kickoff. Aguero taps it back to whoever. Dini immediately stops the game, walks straight up to Aguero, red. Mm-hmm. Walks straight up to Hazard, <laughs> red. Yeah. Yep. Says, right, now carry on. Yeah. <laughs> 101 actually go on off yeah. you pop to Madrid yeah, yeah off you pop yeah I know eh well, I like the idea of him having a um, a sort of a different clever line like a boss in like a comic book right. every time mm. he sends someone off yeah. so you remember years ago where um, we talked about um, Slavan Bilic, Slavan Bilic uh, playing in that rock and roll band oh, oh, years ago roll yeah. Back. Yeah. and uh, we talked about him saying does that strike a chord or whatever mm. yeah that kind of thing but Dini because there was one recently with I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Dean where he gave up, it was either a penalty or a red card, and you can see the player coming up to him saying, "What's that for? What's that for?" And he just points at the colleague, the, the teammate who's who's committed the offence, and just points to him and goes, "Ask him, uh-huh. ask yeah, him. Yeah. He'll tell you. You, you should know. So you ask need him. like a so you need like a kind of like a a character based kind of pun catchphrase yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. My consternation is clear. Get off." Marcus, carry on. I will. Um, <laughs> you but, ask for it. I give you an underwhelming one, and we've yeah. got to move on. Is this yeah. how this works? So now you're not going to do anything for the next half an hour, and about forty minutes in, you're going to get one. That's how it normally works. Yeah, yeah, but but uh, but the actual game itself. I mean, how do we see this going? Obviously, Man City are favourites. Chelsea. They do have Iguain in there. Yeah, you know what? I've got a little bit of a feeling about Chelsea here, and it's not the normal, like slightly sicky one, because um, <laughs> they beat them at the Bridge, didn't they? And obviously, they've had some had some ups and downs since then but they've had seven days to prepare mm-hmm. where City played the other night and looked a little bit flat so it could be thinking it difficult for City yeah I, I, I think you're right I think I think Chelsea could do something here I think Higuain gives Sarri that option that he really wants up front and when Chelsea have played a little bit compact and then hit on the break I mean we know what they're like on the break with Hazard and, and Willian pretty decent as well I think that they'll, they'll, they'll play like that and, and actually the way the way Sari's team plays obviously has been under scrutiny I think that playing compact and trying to hit them on the break I think I think that'll suit Chelsea Did you see um, Chelsea away at Bournemouth anyone? <laughs> yeah but again well, this is it No no it? no I mean, but that's a totally different game though because Chelsea have got to go and play against Bournemouth that's, that's the point I'm making is against Manchester City especially away from home like they did at Stamford Bridge the the blueprint is there. They got to play compact. So you think Sari Ball is suited to being almost a more a more reactive team? Well, I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that, but I'm saying that on the evidence of, of a, a few games this season. I mean, even against Liverpool at Stamford Bridge as well, when yeah. Sturridge scored that great goal to equalise. I thought Chelsea's game plan was pretty good then. Again, yeah. hitting the teams on the yeah. on the counter. I just I, I just feel my 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 assessment of it for whatever it's worth is just that I don't know if the, if the players are particularly happy overall. I don't, and because what we're seeing is actually quite a lot of inconsistency more recently in Chelsea. So I take your point about Bournemouth, but by the same token, they went and beat Huddersfield 5 yeah, now. But, but Man City got beat of Newcastle. Huddersfield, Huddersfield are a poor, yeah, fine, but that's not a point I'm making. Huddersfield are a poor team. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But Chelsea had to be proactive in that game and they, they easily won the game. But against Bournemouth, when Bournemouth felt, it felt to me like Bournemouth found a way to be successful against Chelsea. Chelsea didn't really have any answer. Mm-hmm. So I guess the, the big question will be if Chelsea, I don't know, got a goal behind, 
Will we get a reaction there? Will we mm. see something like that? Because I don't think they're obviously they're not going to find it easy. And I also feel like Man City have got the bit between their teeth now. They're in better mm. form than Liverpool, and 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 they they clearly Guardiola was annoyed about this little blip they've had. And, and outside of that Newcastle game, what have they won every single game? Ten games, I think they've lost that one game and they've won all other nine. Mm. So they're in decent form. The draw here is seven to two with better three six five. So Man City v Chelsea to draw seven to two. Ten pound returns forty five pound including stake. Yeah, former Man City striker Sean Gota. You heard about this? Joining Big Soul at Macclesfield as academy coach. Good news. Love it. Get them all in there. Does that mean we can no longer call Messi the goat? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, we never true. really could because Gota is the goat. Yeah, Feed the is, goat. Yeah. I the like, thing, the I thing like with uh, the thing with Sean Gota. I thought he was joining as like a striking coach, like Andy Cole. I thought that's Andy Cole's job. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like, I like the striker. I like the former strikers. Go there, strikers yeah. union. Sean Goto has spent. We spent. A lo- everyone spent a long time feeding the goat, and it's now it's nice to see him giving a bit back, feeding yeah. other people. That's right. Feeding young players. Vomiting Raising young goats. He's goat. vomiting it up. <laughs> he's vomiting up goals. But he's working with the kids. And isn't advice. He? Yeah. Um, uh, Liverpool. <laughs> are kids at love home. goats. They Any do. petting zoo owner will tell you that. Liverpool are at home to Bournemouth. Peter. Marcus Pete hasn't finished. <laughs> he wants to work petting zoos. Um, <laughs> Well, what I would like to remind people is that uh, Peter Donaldson oh. said that uh, Liverpool going to West Ham is a tricky fixture. Tricky yeah? fixture. And people, myself included, thought, eh, but West Ham are in poor form, surely. Well, it was a fixture. draw. And West Ham, I mean, they were probably the better side. So, Even after they brought Andy Carroll on. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so, uh, not brilliant from Liverpool. No. Drawing the last couple of games and they've, they've thrown away their lead, although they do have a game in hand. But... Jürgen Klopp. Now, we like Jürgen Klopp, but he was a bit over the top with Kevin Friend, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. Well, is this, this is kind of, um, goes back to what you were talking about earlier in the season, Luke, about um, how sort of emotionally charged Klopp can be and how um, measured people tend to be the, the managers that can go the distance. And it, mm-hmm. we're, we're seeing that they, they do look nervy. Whatever Andy Robertson, said, or Robertson says, it's very, uh, the, 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 it's a clear it's wobble, isn't it? I wonder whether Klopp, I wonder if Mourinho had done what Klopp yeah. did. You'd think, oh, well done, he's taken the heat off his players there. Mm. I did think it was a bit full on because, I mean, they got an amazing decision in the first half. Yeah. And, and not, not only that, in this game against West Ham, if Origi had scored, mm. that would have been a goal as well. He yeah. was miles offside well, as well. Well, Klopp said, didn't he, that the first goal, that Liverpool, the, the, the Liverpool goal, he said, was offside. Yeah. So obviously the referee's trying to balance it up because he realised this at half time, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's not the referee's decision, though, is it? It's, it's the assistant referee's decision. Yeah, and you sort of think, I mean, even, I mean that logic, I don't really. He, he, I, th- I think he, he was trying to channel a bit of the attention away from his players. I think he knows they've got a little bit of a problem. Not a huge problem. I'm not saying they're going you know, to they're going to pile in or whatever, yeah. but I think they're not playing with the tempo that you associate with them. Mm. And whether that's to do with nerves or fatigue, you'd almost hope it's nerves because then Klopp can do what mm. he's been great at, which is give them confidence, settle them down, get them to go again. If it's fatigue, it's harder, isn't it? Yeah. Because if, if they're tired, they're tired. Well, the, the, I, I don't the, see why they would necessarily be though, because they did. They had a strong finish to last season, did they not? Got to the Champions League final. They they've got a lot stuff, of injuries, so, but the pressure though, was on. Yeah. They've yeah. got a lot of injuries and they've got a lot of games to play um, in the next few weeks. But I didn't realise how much um, of a miss when Alden would be. Yeah, huge yeah he, miss, he's yeah. absolutely. Oh yeah, so important. It's a good season. But you mentioned yeah. that at the end of last season. Well, well, in the league. They what did they finish fourth? Hmm. The pressure was off. No, I think they were third, were not. But no, they, they, were, they were fourth. They were fourth. Yeah, yeah, either yeah. or, the pressure was off. They weren't really playing for anything other than than get into that Champions League mm. spot. Yeah, okay. So they went to the final of the Champions League, but again, they weren't expected to. Every round, it was like amazing. We're through. When they played mm. Manchester City in the quarterfinal, again, they were slight underdogs, yeah. and they were brilliant, of course. Then against Roma. Um, Again, first leg was brilliant. Second leg, okay, it was comfortable because of the first leg, but still they conceded, what did they concede, four goals or whatever, admittedly one was very, very late on. 
Um, so I, I, with, with Klopp teams, when when it comes to uh, the point where it's kind of right, you're expected now to do this. The lead is yours to throw away. Yeah. It's it's interesting, but they only lost one of their. I just checked. They only lost one of their last eight Premier League games no, I've, 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 last season. Sure, um, but they've drawn two recently, but and they've, they've thrown they've... away a potential big lead. Now they could get a three point lead back. Now I don't know whether psychologically, in a weird way, this might be good for them. They mm. sort of think, right, I'll oh, hang on, right, heads back on. Uh, suits them to be chasing. This. If you yeah. see what I mean. Yeah, no, I can see it suits them to be chasing. I can't but we saw with Leicester City, you know, a team who were not used to being there, Ranieri in his persona, very calm, managed to keep the players calm and they started grinding out 1-0. Yeah. I thought I thought the last game they played at Anfield, so obviously the West Ham game was, was, was away, but the last game they played at Anfield against Leicester, look, I was only watching on TV, I'm happy to be told differently, it looked really nervy. Mm. It looked like there was tension. And it's in the too early for being nervy. Exactly. It's mm. not like we're in May. No, exactly. But then, and then, and so, so when they play Bournemouth, who have had a, a decent, a notable result or two themselves recently, mm. again, it comes down in a weird way, the same way the Man City-Chelsea game does, which is, how good is your start? Can you get out of the blocks with tempo? Can you score early? Can you settle everyone down? Then can you let your quality shine through? Of course, if you get to half-time and it's nil-nil and it's a bit stodgy... Mm. Then you really find out the measure, don't you? I think it's a good fixture though for for Liverpool because Bournemouth yeah. aren't brilliant defensively. They, mm. They've got a bit and of flair going forward. The style should play into Liverpool's hands. Exactly, yeah. So I, Bournemouth are without Brooks, aren't they? Yes, as well. Uh, actually, I think so. um, they're eleven to one with better three six five Bournemouth to cause an upset this weekend. Ten pound returns, one hundred and twenty pound, including stake. Should they come away with all three points? Yes, indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for emails with PTD. Got mail. Hello to Andrew Gilbert. Hello, Ramblers. Wanted to point you towards Robbie Savage's comments about Norwich's promotion push. Ooh. Let's be honest, said the former <laughs> Welsh international. Would I rather see Leeds United, Derby County, Birmingham, or Aston Villa than Norwich in the Premier League? Yes, I would. Right. Uh, I only really bring this to, bring this to your attention because Robbie Savage is sharing his career stories at Carroll Road on the first of March. <laughs> oh I, can't, I can't imagine tickets were flying off the shelves before or after these comments. Do you remember? Also, Chris Sutton gave a very simple response to Savage's comments: "Idiot." He's good for that. He's good for that, Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, you haven't seen an idiot until you've seen Robbie Savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually quite That's good. Actually quite yeah. good. Um, is it uh, Chris Sutton is paired up with I think Alistair Bruce Ball a lot on Five Live? Mm. Remember they were in Russia, weren't they? They were together, yeah. yeah. And I think they do six or together I'm yeah. fairly sure Alistair Bruce Ball is an Ipswich fan oh. and obviously Chris Sutton's got an affiliation with Norwich so there's a lot of uh, I'm going to use the word hashtag banter yeah. flying around uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I've come full circle with Sutton I really like him now yeah do you yeah I, 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 I agree yeah. 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 I like his commitment to being such a curmudgeon yeah have you guys ever it's um, not an affectation I should have given you this beforehand so you could have found the audio but I didn't right. know you were going to talk about Savage but maybe we could find it at a later time did we ever talk about the time when someone called into 606 and accused Robbie Savage of buying like 40 oh yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. amazing that's we did okay, yeah, absolutely brilliant. amazing he, he goes absolutely apoplectic to the point where you know yeah. it definitely oh, happened but the point yes. is as well because the guys the guys calling in to say I, I saw you buying like 20 pairs of trainers being a really really flash git and um, <laughs> and he's like, I've never done that. It's never me. And at the end, whoever's co-hosting with him um, says, "Well, you know, you're a wealthy man. Why not buy loads of trainers?" He goes, "I get them sent for free." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, oh. Like, Robbie, 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 literally tried to Flobby stop Savage. Tried to stop me and Luke being on the telly once. Yeah, he did. <laughs> About five minutes before the show started. Yeah, mm. all, right, well. all right, all I've right. Heard, yeah. I've heard he'd been slagging us off on, on the podcast. Come along, no, Peter. Marcus, don't move on. He's a knob. No. <laughs> no. Carry on, Peter. Carry on, Peter. Uh, Calais, Calais Headstrom uh, Gustafsson. 
or headstrong. Good name. Maybe. Good name. Great. Uh, hello, I'm fed up with the English British whatever way of calling the right foot left foot header a perfect hat trick. Uh, obviously scored by Marcus Speller a few weeks <laughs> why, ago for his 11 side up team. With that? Yeah. Uh, it's just what we say. It annoys, that, the shit, it annoys me. That is human about it. Doesn't annoy me, especially when you score one. That is not a perfect hat trick. In Sweden. Well, in Britain um, it is. All right. All right, Marcus. Marcus, why, why no, you I'm me. You're so Pete, Marcus would like to say that Brexit means Brexit. All right. <laughs> exactly. He, so. he hopes we just bloody get well, on with just it. Just after the 29th of March, we won't have to listen to this kind of email. <laughs> <laughs> the emails <laughs> we filtered. <laughs> Peter, carry on. We'll be IP protected. Uh, in <laughs> Geo-blocked. <laughs> Geo-blocked. We're going to geo-fence the emails. Uh, in Sweden, and I assume most uh, other Scandinavian countries, since they usually copy us in most things. Ooh. A perfect... It sounds like he wants a bit of Brexit. Oh, that's Scandinavia. I mean, yeah. um, a perfect hat-trick is three goals scored by the same person without anyone else, opponent or teammate, scoring in between. Mm, how much better is that? Well, well, yes, well it's, 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 that's not better. And also, in the Netherlands, though, I think someone once told us that a perfect hat-trick is three goals in the same half. Right, well, so basically, what we're saying is that in in different countries, they mean different, different things. Perfect. I'm just so fed up with the Swedes doing that. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. What's his name? Uh, Kale. 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 Um, oh, Kale. K a l l e. Kale. Yeah. Yeah. Kale. Kale. The, the hat trick. It didn't used. To, I'm fairly sure it didn't used to be considered a hat trick in football unless they were scored in a row. Oh, but very much right, the same okay. way in cricket, where it's only a hat-trick if it's three wickets and three balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I th- and, I would and it got, got changed at some point. Yeah. I don't think that, I, I might be wrong, and I probably am, but I, I don't ever remember that being called a perfect hat-trick. I remember mm. that being historically a hat-trick, and then it was changed. Right. I'm team, I'm team Speller God on this. God well, save our gracious <laughs> queen. <laughs> I, I, I actually quite like the, the, the perfect header, left foot, right foot header. I, yeah, same. I mean, I, mm. I like that one as well. Because it shows that you're a, a, a fully rounded striker. Yes. Yeah. A shoulder. It does show that. Luke. Can we You're put an Alan shoulder in that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Kala says, uh, if the cat had Goodison had scored three goals, it would have been a perfect hat yeah. trick. So. I'll take that. He's, he's redeemed that. himself. Yeah. Read yourself yeah. there. Huh. Um, that was quite poor, but it was all right. <laughs> that fun? Um, Huh? Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Michael Stefanu. Uh, hello, Michael. Uh, I know Stefanu. You suddenly, I, I, <laughs> I know you suddenly realised you were down a hole with your talk about Tammy Abraham not celebrating at Chelsea when you realised he too had come through there. But to pull out saying, come on, you weren't really there for very long is a bit of a long shot because he's been at Chelsea since 2004 and is still their player. I'll be honest with you, I got him confused with uh, another Chelsea player who went to Swansea. It was Scott Sinclair. Oh, uh, there we go. There we it go. was Scott Sinclair. There we go. Because Scott Sinclair wasn't there for, well, I think he was there for five seasons but he went out on loan and so on apologise then I'm sorry everybody say sorry to Michael because he says you should have mentioned his measly two league appearances for Chelsea anyway I don't know why I've wasted my time uh, sending this my Nando's Fino Pitta is now called Cheers Marcus yeah again I apologise for that as well Um, (laughs) a welcome return for the (laughs) corrections and clarification section we'll send you a postal order for that Nando's (laughs) postal order can you still send those do you reckon presume so probably get one from the post office yeah I guess that that Western Union is probably taken off aren't they Hmm. Uh, other delivery services are presumably available who cares (laughs) (laughs) I just want that Nigerian prince to send me my money. (laughs) Can you imagine his wife going, are you going to eat the dinner? We're having a nice meal. Are you going to... I will. I've set the record straight about Tammy Abraham because he has been besmirched on my third favourite podcast and I will not have it. (laughs) Where are you you going? (laughs) I don't know know if Tammy Abraham even scored against Chelsea when he's playing for Swansea. I can't remember, but it was Scott Sinclair. Either way. Doesn't matter. Sure. Sorry. No, we're ending the section. Amiobi. Show at the footballramble.com. Tommy Amiobi signed for a team in Canada. Yeah. Still going. So many players have come from Chelsea and off they go on loan and all the rest of it. But mm. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Enough of that crap. Let's go for an ad break. <laughs> See you in a minute. <laughs> Hold up. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You know, I can't wait to get out of them, if I'm honest. I think we'll be far better. Mm. Welcome back to the Football Ramble Brief mm. Show. Everybody, we move on to Spurs. Versus, 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 uh, Leicester City. Jim Campbell, I once again put it to you. Our Tottenham Hotspur going to win the league. (laughs) You wait for the question. In the future. It's like we're talking on Skype. (laughs) No. Yeah, they're five points off the top of the table. And there was talk, wasn't there, this week in the newspapers that for the first time in, I don't know how long, Spurs are going to overtake Arsenal in the money league as well. Oh, really? Which would probably be a worrying mm. because of Arsenal. So the angle of the story with it was is that it was imperative that mm-hmm. Arsenal got back into the Champions yeah. League um, for, for 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 next season. Because yeah, well, we've got a bolster the forty million war chest. We should we're apparently going to have in the summer well, if we don't I, get into the Champions League. I'm, I'm I'm led to believe that if they don't get into the Champions League next season, uh, Mesut Özil alone will bankrupt them. <laughs> his outgoings will just bankrupt Arsenal yeah. instantly oh, I see um, weirdly Spurs have set a new Premier League le- uh, record of 29 matches without a draw incredible isn't it it's very weird they yeah. have had a, they've had two draws in the Champions League I believe against mm. Barcelona and PSV so they have, they're not a stranger to a draw in all competitions no just in the Premier League and no draws in the Cups no, I don't imagine it'll be a draw against Leicester either you wouldn't have thought so would you um, Spurs yeah they mean the five ones up the top of the table um, they still need to go to Liverpool, Man City, Ars- uh, sorry, oh, Chelsea, yeah. and host Arsenal. It's exciting, isn't it? Y- you know what? Because I they mean, could have a say in this. They could be, mm. at the very yeah. least, they could be kingmakers here. Exactly. And they'd, would, like, they'd hope to put the crown on their own heads. Of course. But they could be kingmakers anyway. <laughs> mm. I mean, do you think... It's always funny to see Spurs and you go, oh, they're a bit closer than, than what I thought. It's, it's, I mean, you well, said they the seem other... to be sort of still, they're picking up three points every time, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they, I, I mean, they're, they're... they're getting the late wins that, mm. that you know, are, you know. Well, and this um... is the key, Jim, I think. Well, Man City playing Chelsea as well. The, the key thing is, you know, we, we've spoken on this show about them perhaps playing at the limit of their powers with this size of squad they've got. Yep. At the moment, they've got just three players unavailable. Of course, two of them are two of the most important players, yeah. so Ali and Kane. The other player who's out, I think, is Ben Davis. But sometimes it depends on how you look at it because we've certainly on this show and we would have seen other football coverage where they say, well, you know what? The sign of a good team is you grind out the wins, mm. you win. And you they're very play much well, doing that. You win. The last two games they've played um, against Watford, what they won, they down with 10 minutes to go, yep. got the win. Yep. We are at Wembley for the Newcastle mm. game. They they controlled true. the game, but they I mean they controlled the game pretty much in the middle third. And Newcastle mm. defended so well and was so organised. Yet they find a way of getting the win. They shoot, uh, keeper makes an error, whatever, and they win. If they if they beat uh, beat Leicester, they then go to Burnley. You fancy them to win that? Then is where it gets tricky because they play Chelsea away and then Arsenal at home. But, but if they know, come out the other side of that, I mean, you've got a really yeah, fancy. But you've but got if a they're fancy still in there, yeah, they're exactly. still in there, and they get Kane and Ali back. It's like. What a great time to have two brilliant players. Sure. The talk is that Kane, Kane, I think I'm right in saying Kane regularly sort of comes back earlier than expected from yeah, his injury. Right. And there's talk that him and Ali will be back at the start, possibly at the start of March. Yeah, just not actually that boost. long ago. I mean, they do have, they've got Dortmund in the Champions League. And as I say, just to reiterate, 
away to Liverpool, Man City and Chelsea still to come and obviously hosting Arsenal. So, so there are some fixtures in there. It, it's all about do they have enough energy? You know, we often talk about Spurs playing to their very limit. Well, it would almost serve them to get out of the Champions League, wouldn't it, really? I, I know what you mean, yeah. I, I, just, I do find it intriguing. It, it, much mm. has been made about them playing at Wembley, yet they are still third. And yeah. mathematically, they are still in the title race. This is a really interesting fixture as well, because Leicester are in some shoddy form, but they have done well against better teams. I yeah. feel like Spurs could win this 5-0, or it'd be 0-0. Mm. Mm. I think if they score early, they're, they're absolutely fine. Mm. But it's, you know they're having to dig it out a bit of late, and sure. maybe Leicester will... will you know, test that. Yeah, I mean, they lost 1-0 to Manchester United, of course, but yeah. they, they had a few chances and whatnot. But they've won just once in the last seven matches and that win was on the 1st of Jan, mm. or Leicester. And they're currently 11th on 32 points and a bit like Everton. There's a draw with Liverpool in that though, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Do you um, remember last year in May, it was like at, at um, Spurs, it was 5-4 against Leicester. Some crazy game. Yeah. Mm. So you fingers crossed for one of them. Yeah, exactly. But like, like Everton, realistically, Leicester will finish between 7th and 12th. And for me, actually, Leicester are probably the best side mm. in that that sort of middle pack with Everton and Wolves and so on. Wolves are playing the best, but I, I maybe suggest that I, I would quite. It's not much between those teams, is there? No, there isn't. No, and, and obviously Puel, Puel's pretty unpopular there, and there's talk. I mean, I had a guy on the radio the other day calling in. I know people who call into phone-ins aren't necessarily representative, but he called in saying that he wants um, he wants Puel gone, and he wants and and. and <clears throat> And that's and to to an extent, if you're a, if you're a fan of the club, you know the cl- club far better than I do. It's absolutely your right to to have your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But I suppose my question back would be, what what do you actually want? I mean, what do you expect? Because are you asking for them to play much better football? Because even if they do play much better football, even if it goes well, it's unlikely they're going to push up any higher than they are at the moment. But then right? I suppose you could argue that if if Leicester are a mid-table side then the best they can hope for is make it a bit entertaining. Yeah. If you're going to make it a bit boring and a bit functional, you think, well, we're not going to go down. Well, I don't know if we're that's not going to true, challenge. though. I mean, you've, you've made the point yourself, Marcus, that generally speaking, it wouldn't be surprising to see any team outside the top six be relegated at some point in the future. Yeah. So I agree with Clubs that. have got to look at that. Clubs yeah, have got they to do. Be, you've got to sort of... Mm. I think it was very hard, Jim, at the start of the season, outside of Everton, to earmarks teams that would definitely be mid-table. Mm-hmm. Because I know I know it's manifested itself now, as you rightly say, Marcus, with Wolves, Leicester and Everton. Mm. Everton, Everton and Watford. But actually, Everton aside, I mean, Leicester have, fine, they've won the Premier League in recent memory, but they've also been relegated in recent memory. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Wolves have only just come up, so you can't make any guarantees there. Yeah. You know, um, one or two other clubs, Watford, I mean, they've, they've, I know, they've settled now, but they used to be a very, very transient mm. team in yeah. terms and of you, you see yeah. it happen, teams, they slip, don't they? Uh, like me on an escalator. Uh, it's probably, <laughs> probably worth pointing out as well that Everton have never been relegated from the Premier League, so you probably include that, them in there as well. True still. enough. I, 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 would put, I, I remember saying at the start of the season, outside of the top six, you put Everton to one side and then you get those teams. Mm. I don't think Everton have been in danger of it. No. But mind you, they did come quite close on the Moyes yeah. not that long ago. Yeah. So and Howard probably, Kendall. Spurs um, uh, will be relishing this game against Leicester, of course. They are now 25-1 to 1 to win the Premier League this season. £10 with bet 365 returns £260, including stake. And I have to remind you, a while back when we covered this, Spurs were forty to one. So their price is coming in. Mm. They're more fancy than they were a few weeks ago. Matchup is coming in. Uh, let's go a little bit further down the league. Brighton versus Burnley that is uh, happening All this these. weekend. Yes, indeed. Uh, Brighton won three-one after Ecky time against West Brom in the cup this oh, week. West Brom are lucky in extra time. I thought they were going to get a goal, but yeah, they didn't. They did not. Glenn Murray was given man of the match despite just coming on in extra time. But mm-hmm. he got those two goals. You see, um, they play Derby at home in the next round. 
And I'm looking at the FA Cup, and, and obviously um, Man City are still in there, uh, but Manchester United play Chelsea, so one of them will go. Mm. Um, you look at the likes of Palace, maybe even Brighton, if if they if they can avoid the maybe Man City, presuming they're going to beat Newport, People dancing the on the touchline, if they can avoid that kind of care. Pack. Exactly, <laughs> it is a real chance for a Brighton or a Palace to mm. get to a semi, to get to yeah. even even the final. I felt, I felt sorry for West Brom though. Yeah, I have to say because mm. you know what, they were one lap with ten minutes to go. The mm. guy who scores the equal, I shouldn't have been on the pitch. Mm. He should have walked for that yeah. elbow. Should have been sent off. Don't know why he wasn't. There's talk now that he might still be banned retrospectively. I mean, yeah, that would be through an elbow in a guy's face. Should have walked. Mm. And then he's five. However many minutes later, he scores the equaliser. Hey, yeah. why don't they put VAR in the in the FA Cup, guys? Yeah. <laughs> why do we do that? Yeah. In every round for everything. Yeah. yeah. No, only in a few games. Only a few games. <laughs> only in a few. <laughs> a few uh, but you, you eight thousand there though. The Hawthorns. Yeah. The highest ground in England. Is, is that it? right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's the biggest, oh. the highest altitude of any ground in England. My goodness. England's yeah. nipple. Yeah, it is England's nipple, Jim. Ah. It is England's nipple. Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you know what the lowest one would be? I don't, actually. It could be no. Portsmouth, eh? Portsmouth is the only ground to actually on an island. Yeah. Portsmouth is the only island city in the country, so yeah. that makes sense. But, oh, yeah, so, I always yeah. forget that. About yeah. Why is that? Because it's... Portsmouth Island. It's, it's genuinely an island. Oh, you can it's only get there on those, those bridges. Of, yeah. Cut yeah. off the sort of quarantine it. Yes. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's only, yeah. It only became an island about 10 years It's ago. like spinning longer, mate. But Brighton themselves, yeah, I mean, it was their first win in 2019, that. That win against West Brom. Um, and Chris Hewton, he spoke of crucial and winnable home games they have coming up. Burnley, of course. Uh, Huddersfield, Cardiff and, and Southampton in that time. They also go away to Leicester and Palace. And that is a chance for Brighton. They they have a, a favourable run as as it goes. They they don't look like that they're going to be dragged into the relegation scrap, but they're not that far away from it. Mm. So so going into this game, Jim, you'd fancy that uh, with their home support and whatnot, they'll try and give it mm. to Burnley. Yeah, absolutely. But you, I mean, that is an alarming record, isn't it? That's their first win in 2019. They, they, they might maybe sleepwalking a little bit. You can. You they know, won, they're they, really not out of it. If you... They won in the cup at the start of the year. Yeah, they won away from home in the cup uh, on the fifth of Jan. Mm-hmm. That's they have won this. Right. Sorry, okay. But sorry, in, in, the, the, in the in the league. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, in the league they haven't won. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Yeah. You're right enough. Yeah, I forgot the that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's so that it's makes not me been... sound pedantic. Doesn't no, it? doesn't it? No, no, it saves an email, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete needs emails. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm covered in best bets. I we need emails. We need to do errors on purpose, so Pete gets emails about so we can read them out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Have more content. Yeah, I mean, Burnley themselves, they've been much better since the turn of the year. And Dyche said recently that they're harder to beat, which is, of course, a return to form that worked so well from last season. And They're the form team down there. And they are. Yeah. And you would fancy them to to begin to sort of pull away. Uh, although, you know, I mean, they've rescued a point at home to Southampton. So again, Burnley themselves, just because they're turning into the team a bit more than they were last season, which worked so well with them, again, doesn't mean to say that they're going to suddenly zoom up the league. Although they do have Peter Crouch among their ranks, which which has got Sean Dyche purring, it's safe to say. And Dyche was saying that uh, Crouch is more, of, uh, more than just nuisance value. Oh, he's a great signing for them. He fits in nicely. It gives him a different option. He's also mm. got an amazing amount of experience. I think it's a, it's a great sign. I mean, for him. 38 years old. Yeah. It's, he, it's, he played against Dyche, I think. He did. Dyche yeah. talked about that. Dyche yeah. said that he smashed him all over the place. Imagine, <laughs> you can imagine the young. It, it seems weird because, but I think Dyche is only nine years older than Crouch. Yeah. And Dyche retired, I think, in 2007. 
There are. I can't as remember Dyche as, as, as a player. As a player. No. As a player. And um, so, so they, they, their career's obviously crossed over. <laughs> I can't remember him as a player, but going on what he said about Crouch there and what we know about the man, it doesn't surprise no. me. And, and you can tell what type of player he was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which is fair enough, yeah. But I mean, I, I mean who, do we, who would you fancy for this one? Brian at home, they're usually pretty good, but then Burnley have been showing a bit of resilience. I think Brian yeah. at home is, 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 the fa- is the factor, isn't it? Burnley are six unbeaten, though. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, Under two and yeah. a half goals is eight to 15 in this one. £10 returns £15.33, including stake with Bet365. If we see two goals or fewer. Which is a fair Let's one. Let's go with that one then. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, which is a fair one. Although having said that, it would probably be three all. All right, Morsey, what's our best bet with Bet365? Our best bet with Bet365 comes from Sanch, who says, Afternoon chaps, many thanks for the On the Continent Barcelona special. Oh, not at all. Oh. Had a blast last Wednesday evening. Hope you boys enjoyed the croquettes de jamon. Ah! And that we didn't give you food poisoning. Uh, so a little bit of a story. Our European sister show on the continent did mm. a live event last Wednesday uh, around a Barcelona movie. Right. And it was out in West London. And a chap, this guy Sanch, came and knocked us up beforehand and gave us a load of Spanish food that he'd made I himself. Want some lovely. Croquettes, cro- cro- croquettes de jamas, jamos. That's no, that's 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 <laughs> uh, um, some of the fridge for you. I'll save you some of the fridge. Um, uh, so yeah, I thought Sanch could have in, in return for his generosity. Yeah. give him a little sp- little spin in the hot seat. Yeah, lovely. So. He says I managed to mug myself off last week by getting my best bet in too late, but thankfully the footballing gods saw fit to demug me and give me a second <laughs> crack of the whip. My best bet is something of a spicy one. This weekend I'm back in Andy Townsend's more talented relative. Andros Townsend yes. uh, and my best bet with Bet365 therefore is Andros Townsend to score at any time for West Ham Love it. at 12-5 with Bet365 if it comes in the princely sum of £170 will be won for Prostate Cancer UK including stake I'm sure it's a bet all four of you can get behind Damn right. cheers gents and also uh, that will bring him up to five Premier League goals which is cool something Pete said that he would never do he also <laughs> says, he also says PS, uh, I'm a Crystal Palace fan and Pete Donaldson is barred from Southers Park <laughs> I love uh, Salas but not Park. Crystal. Lovely place to watch football. So Andros Townsend to score at any time against West Ham is twelve to five. Uh, so that will raise one hundred and seventy pound, including stake to Prostate Cancer UK. Should it come in, you must be over the age of eighteen to gamble and do gamble responsibly. And for more information, go to begambleaware.org. Good luck, Sanch. Good luck, Andros Townsend. Pete, you probably want to give out a sort of message of goodwill as well. Yeah, I mean, if it's for charity, I don't mind getting proved wrong. Gritted teeth, lovely. Gritted teeth. And now it's time for Mad for Gold. Over. So, the heat is on, and the time is right. It's time for you, for you to play the game. Cause people are coming, everyone's trying. Trying to be the best that they can. To reach for the sky where the stakes are so high. We're all going for going for gold. People think I sing that. I know, it comes up time and time Isn't again. Isn't that weird? I mean, you what, do sing what, it. What do people think that my skill set is? People but also I can think, barely do this. People also think it's going for glow. G L O A L as well. Ridiculous. Oh, but it's like, not obviously. Like the old Glold. spelling of jail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. <laughs> it's G L O L D. Glow. It's going yeah, for lol. gold. With a lol in it. Yeah. 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 Well, because that came from a glow, didn't it? When yeah. someone scores a funny goal. Yeah. Exactly. People ask about this a lot. That's what it is. Stop yeah. worrying about it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a biography? Like, no, a biography? A biography? Yeah. No. Glossary. Bibliography. So Pete needs a hard reset again. Turn Pete off and on again. Mother. Jack French has got in touch. Oh, Where are they Frenchy. going for Glold entry? Thanks, French Oz. Um, <laughs> first clue I was born on the 28th of June, 1971. Stop. Clive Mendonca. Incorrect. <laughs> Next clue is. Stop. I'm going to go for Patrick Cliver. Incorrect. Stop. 
Basil Bolly. Incorrect. Next clue is I'm not Raul. Um, <laughs> I made 459 appearances for seven different teams. Work rate. Yeah. Uh, scoring 12 goals. Stop. Fernando Hierro. Incorrect. My former colleagues include Ashley Young, Jermaine Pennant, and Steve Claridge. Stop. It's not Sean Dyche, is it? It's Sean Dyche! Oh! Hey! Oh! Luke Moore wins. I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Lord. In 1997, I scored a penalty in the FA Cup semi-final against Middlesbrough, despite never having taken one previously in my yeah. career. He captained Chesterfield oh, to Chesterfield, the semis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a pub named after me in the town I currently manage in. When I feel a bit peckish, I love a little nibble on a worm. Uh, yeah, that, that was the winner. That was the clue. <laughs> yeah. oh, well played. Thanks. Yeah, yeah very just, good. He was on the mind and you put... Uh, yeah. It's my first success in this game for, for a very, no, very no, long no, time. You, 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 got got you, you got one the other week. Did I? I feel like Portsmouth. <laughs> setting fire to my own season. <laughs> you got uh, Ramon Vega. True, 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 true enough. You are on a roll, my friend. Push out Campbell, I'm coming for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you close then, Jim? No. Yeah. <laughs> The Raul thing was odd. Is there any? Was that just a red herring? Got for Raul. I think last week I, I kept saying Raul. Ah, right. It wasn't yeah. Raul. Was not Raul. I mean, very similar to Raul. Yes, similar exactly. to Raul. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Bet Three Six Five. That's the end of the show. It's been an absolute pleasure. We're all off to uh, cheer on Andros Townsend, of course. Yeah. Mm. Enjoy the football this weekend and thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Luke Moore. Um, thank you. And I was just going to quickly say, because oh, we've yeah. got a bit of time, uh, don't forget to leave a review on iTunes if you like the show. Yeah. It's really important. Very. Get onto iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Give us a nice review. Helps other potential listeners to find us and we can grow our community. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay to lie. So give us a nice review. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Say goodbye, P.E.D. Bye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Bye-bye. Bye from me. This was a Radio Staccano production. 